Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now it's time for Inside the Clubhouse, a show dedicated to the Chicago baseball fan, featuring the best Chicago baseball conversation, as well as the big MLB topics, along with the biggest names, greatest guests, and listener interaction, starring score baseball insider Bruce Levine and half of Chicago's number one sports morning show, David Haw, on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, and always live on the free Odyssey app, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It is inside the clubhouse. It's chilly outside, but it's hot in here. Very hot. Lots of action going on around MLB. Tons have happened in the last week, and lots of it right here in Chicago. Alongside Bruce Levine, I'm Mike Esposito. It is inside the clubhouse, and Bruce, our 10-year anniversary for the show. It is a 10-year anniversary for Inside the Clubhouse. We thank you, our great, loyal Chicago baseball fans, fans all over the country, for making this happen. It's your show. It's a score show, and it's something that uh, we are pretty proud of. And we will have for you today an awful lot of talk about Craig Council, the new manager of the Chicago Cubs. Shohei Otani, will he be the new DH of the Chicago Cubs? Chicago White Sox moving in a new direction with their broadcast team. Chicago White Sox moving in a new direction with the general manager saying he doesn't like his team. Mike, I just returned from the general manager's meetings, also known as the uh, GI meetings for all the uh, illness that went on there. About 70 (laughs) people, including yours truly, uh, came down with a little bit of... uh, illness while we were there and they were cut short by a day but nonetheless a lot of activity there a lot to report on 312-644-6767 get in with me and mike as we talk about the council hiring of course on monday morning the score will be carrying from 10 a.m all the way to two the craig council live press conference from wrigley field Our great midday show will be handling all of the activity, among other people. Lots of guests live from Wrigley Field. The score, 10 a.m., Craig Council 
being hired by the Cubs. So that's something to look forward to. But right now, Mike, uh, for the next two hours, we're going to be talking a lot of the Chicago Cubs, a little of uh, the Chicago White Sox as well about Chris Getz and his comments at the GM meetings. Where do you want to begin today? Well, we are going to start here. We are broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. We're going to start with Jed Hoyer, the the news that rocked the whole baseball world, re, uh, really, as we're we're looking at the managerial landscape. Craig Council and what is available there with the managers. Let's go to Jed Hoyer as he talks about why he brought in Craig Council as manager. You know, I think that he's consistently, year after year after year, um, they've you know, outperformed expectations, which is really impressive. And and listen, it's not a one-man show up there. You know, they've had um, two really capable people running baseball operations up there. They've done a really good job in Milwaukee. They're like a very worthy rival, you know, and, and all the things they, that they've done. So I, I think this, like making this like Craig Council was the whole reason. Now, of course not, but I do think, you know, consistently they've outperformed expectations and um, that, that's borne out both with your eyes and when you look at the data. So, Bruce, you talk about making a huge move there with letting go a very popular guy named David Ross to bring in Council, and that's uh, what uh, how Jed started talking about the new skipper. Right. Well, you know, look, Mike, uh, this was probably the most uh, difficult decision that Jed Hoyer or any uh, Cub official has had to make for an awful long time, maybe in the history of the franchise. Yes, back in 2014, Ricky Renteria was the standing manager of the Chicago Cubs. Joe Madden became available. Hoyer had to fly down to San Diego from Chicago let him know that uh, he needed to stand off for a, a short time while they talked to Madden very quickly. Both he and Epstein went to talk to Madden, and they hired him as their manager while letting Renteria go. This this is a little different. With all due respect to Ricky Renteria, this is an iconic Cub player, an iconic historic player in their history of the World Series, a manager who was hand-picked and hand um, delivered to the Chicago Cubs by the front office, developing him as a manager while Madden was still there. Joe Madden uh, told me on many occasions he knew that David Ross would one day uh, succeed him as the manager there. He said he was opening open at that time to even helping him out because he knew that was the trek that he was on. Joe, never a guy to be afraid of for his own job was very magnanimous in helping Ross get there. And then Ross, uh, you know, for his four years, Mike, uh, this last year, probably his best year as their manager, getting a team that was picked to finish third or fourth in the division uh, to 82 wins and uh, uh, one game behind the the Arizona Diamondbacks to make the uh, playoffs. It was... In most people's opinion, a very good and if not outstanding job of managing the Chicago Cubs. So then you say to yourself, why do they make the change? And that's what Cub Nation has been talking about ever since the announcement came. And uh, we found out that he was going Craig Council was going to be the replacing uh, Ross with the largest contract for a manager in baseball history, five years and $40 million. 
Yep, the big contract and the big expectations. But Hoyer talked about uh, why he wanted Council and really just the expertise that Council brings to the role as Cubs manager. He's unbelievably sharp. I mean, this is as you know, simple as I can say it. Unbelievably sharp. I think that you know, talking to him about um, about clubhouse stuff, blending you know the clubhouse with analytics and, and the best way to to get the most out of people. Um, was you know incredibly impressive, and this his sense of like what his job entails and the responsibility of his job um, it really stood out to me. Um, this guy wants to handle every single part of the process, um, and you know views that as as his responsibility. And and to me, that's really impressive the way he the way he views his chair. Um, you know, so much more than making a bunch of in-game moves. It's so it's he he views like the totality of of everything as as his responsibility, and talked about that like an amazingly articulate way. So there you have it, straight from Jed Hoyer's mouth as to why he wanted Council and what Council brings to the table. Now we've known this for a while, Bruce. Right? I mean, the Brewers have overachieved uh, repeatedly uh, in his tenure there, uh, with not exactly the high payroll that a lot of the contenders uh, tend to have. And he's going to have that uh, payroll here in Chicago, correct? Right. Well, he's had among the lowest payrolls in uh, baseball uh, over the the last uh, seven years. And five of the last six, he's gone to the playoffs. So there's no mistake that uh, he's at the very best, at the very top of the trade. What makes Craig Council different? What makes him better? Uh, Those were questions that we asked Hoyer. Um, He talked about 2017 when the Cubs were uh, a a great team at that time, 2016-17. Eventually got beat by the Dodgers in the NLCS, but nonetheless, a great team at that time. And how Getz, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, how Council and the Brewers gave the Cubs such a hard time to eventually just push them off and get into the playoffs in 2017. He talked about how him and Epstein just couldn't believe that a team, uh, such a low payroll, uh, an inferior lineup in most people's minds, was able to push so hard. And that made an impression on him, Epstein, everybody with the Cubs back then. Remember 2018 when the uh, Brewers eventually caught the Cubs um, the last day and uh, eventually went on to the playoffs. Cubs also in the playoffs, but eliminated the next day when the Colorado Rockies uh, beat them in the uh, wild card game. So from that point on, uh, in 2018, uh, the Chicago Cubs have not uh, been in the playoffs except for 2020 in the 60-game season and uh, really haven't won a a playoff game since uh, 2017. With that in mind, uh, when he became available, Hoyer was uh, the first one to take notice and stealthily went about his job uh, with the uh, agent for Craig Council, Barry Meister, with Council, with uh, just a couple people in his front office. That's all that knew about the Cubs' interest until the announcement uh, last Monday that, indeed, he would be the new Cub manager, Mike. I, I was eating my lunch, and I about spit my lunch out when I scrolled through Twitter and saw that news breaking. It was uh, quite a shock to the baseball landscape, and uh, we're going to talk to Barry Meister, by the way, Craig Council's agent, uh, at the bottom of the 10 o'clock hour. 
We will also be joined by former co-hosts on this very program, uh, current voice of Angels TV, Wayne Randazzle, will join us. And from our SCORE afternoon show, Parkins and Spiegel, Matt Spiegel will join us. Uh, they, alongside uh, Bruce, uh, for some years here on Inside the Clubhouse as the show celebrates its 10th anniversary today. We also want to talk to you at 312-644-6767. We are going to talk socks as well. As Bruce said, Chris Getz had some interesting things to say at the GM meetings as well. And Jason Benetti, the team's uh, longtime TV broadcaster, now uh, joining the Detroit Tigers. So tons of news to talk about. We want to talk about with you at 312-644-6767. We do have a caller, Bruce. Let's get out to the phones. Mike in Glencoe is up first. He is on Inside the Clubhouse. Hey, Mike. Good morning, and Bruce, congratulations on 10 years. That's a tremendous accomplishment, and your listeners really appreciate the work that you do. Uh, In that regard, I wanted to pick up on a conversation you and Mully had yesterday morning. As I think you know, a lot of Sox fans are extremely leery of Chris Getz and his independence. But you suggested, unless I misheard you, that Getz was a little bit more independent, that he had had disagreements with the front office on player personnel. And I'd be fascinated if you could share any of that or extrapolate on that just a little bit more. Sure, Mike. Thanks, and thanks for the compliment. Uh, the show is on the air because of you, great listeners, and the uh, the best baseball fans in the world, the Chicago baseball fans. So thanks for that, uh, Mike. And, and Mike and uh, Espo. The reason um, I was going up and back with Molly on Molly and Haw on uh, I think it was yesterday morning. Yeah, yesterday morning yep. was uh, that you know Molly like a lot of outstanding White Sox fans are just beside themselves as to where the team is at. They have no, they, they have no hope for the White Sox. They have no confidence in any of the moves the White Sox are making. Obviously we'll talk about Jason Benetti that even furthers it. But when, when you talk about Chris Getz, you're talking about a, a, a well thought of top executive in baseball uh, that deserves a chance and an opportunity to get something done. He didn't hire himself, okay? He's a part of the front office because he was hired by Jerry Reinsdorf to uh, take over for Kenny uh, Williams and Rick Hahn. And because he uh, was not necessarily a rubber stamp for the previous front office, Amali and I got into it yesterday, and I said, look, there were many times that Chris Getz and the front office that was there did not agree on player development, did not agree on scouting, went up and back, up and back, up and back on his views of what should be done. Respectfully, he was not the top executive. He always deferred back to the people that were uh, running the team. Uh, A lot of these conversations with him and uh, Ken Williams didn't go particularly well, but there was great respect between the two. Nonetheless, um, he has his own ideas about how a team should be run, how development should go uh, in scouting, how development should go in the minor leagues. I know he was a part of it, but he didn't have full control of what was going on there. So from that perspective, I, I think you have to pay attention, give Gats some time. I know White Sox fans do not want to hear that. That's just the reality of the situation. He hired a, a brand-new front office outside of the Chicago White Sox, something that hadn't been done for decades, okay? He hired a whole new coaching staff 
outside of the Chicago White Sox system. A whole new staff, Marcus Thames for hitting, Drew Butera for catching, Grady Sizemore for base running and outfield play, Jason Bourgeois for the same. So give them the opportunity to show you they're moving forward is all I suggest. Do I suggest you shouldn't be a suspect of what's going on there? Absolutely. For all the failures that occurred with the Chicago White Sox over the past couple of years and the depletion of the team on 35th and Shields and the depletion of the farm system, you have every right to feel that way. But have an open mind moving forward is all I suggest. 312-644-6767. Text us at the same number. Give us a ring if you'd like to talk about Craig Council and the Cubs, Chris Getz, Jason Benetti, and the White Sox. Uh, lots going on here in Chicago baseball. Bruce, and we're going to hear from Chris Getz uh, in the next hour at the top of the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, some of that exactly uh, what you were talking about, some of his comments on the current state of the team and some of the changes they're going to make moving forward. Let's get back out to the phones, though. And Tony is in Milwaukee, wants to talk about Craig Council, surprisingly. Uh, Tony's on Inside the Clubhouse. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Bruce, thanks for taking my call. You know I'm a regular caller. Um, Bruce, I was curious as to your philosophy or what you think that Council's role is going to be in starting to integrate some of these really high-end Cubs prospects. As a big baseball guy, I know that Council had a really important role in doing that in Milwaukee, and that was part of the success. Uh, I think Hoyer's big stamp, as I'm sure you could uh, obviously, any Cubs fan could speak to is how much he has rebuilt the farm system, and I think he takes pride in that. So uh, I'm going to let you go. But, yeah, just that. And thanks for the call, guys. All Bye. right, Tony. Thank you. Mike, uh, here's the situation with Council. Council will have the hammer when he comes in here working with the front office. And certainly Jed Hoyer and Carter Hawkins, the two top executives on the baseball side, understood that when they brought counsel in. Very much like when they brought Joe Madden in in uh, 2014. He was going to be included in uh, conversations about player acquisition, about u- using minor league players and developing them. They, they feel in counsel they have the very best person handling pitching in the game of baseball. Okay, So they have young pitchers coming along. Cade Horton is on the cusp of being a Chicago Cub pitcher sometime this summer. Ben Brown will be a Chicago Cub pitcher, maybe as early as a breaking camp in the rotation on opening day. These things are essential for them moving forward because the Cubs have had a renaissance in their farm system, because they have developed players, because they've traded for young players and developed them. Now they feel they have a partner as well who will help them uh, use these people to their fullest. And I I believe council will have an awful lot of say-so as the direction they go with the minor leagues, with trades, with free agents. Will he be pulling the trigger on trades or signing free agents? No, he won't. That's a Jed Hoyer and Carter Hawkins job. But he will be very influential when it comes to these things with the Chicago Cubs. And if you want to hear directly from Craig Council, tune in Monday at 10 a.m. for Craig Council's introductory press conference as the new manager of the Cubs. Bernstein and Holmes will be part of our team coverage. We're broadcasting live from Wrigley Field from 10 to 2 on Monday. We'll be joined by Council and other guests. That's all right here on 670 The Score on Monday. Must listen radio. Craig Council introduced to 
Cubs fans uh, during that press conference starting right here on the score at 10 o'clock, Bruce. And uh, I'll be interested. I'll be uh, listening, right, tuned into the score uh, to hear what Council had to say. I know his former GM in Milwaukee, Matt Arnold, was sad to see Craig go. But now, uh, as uh, we hear here in this clip, uh, he talks about them being friendly rivals. It's been a, a lot. Um... You know, I think from from our perspective, it's it's always been about people. I think that's something that Craig and I talked about a lot uh, after working together for eight years. And I think it's really important for us to put people first. And I think in this this situation, you know, we wanted to make sure Craig, we put Craig first throughout the process. And um, I'm thrilled for him and his outcome. At the same time, you know, we're in a position where we have to, you know, put our best foot forward. And we're going to do exactly that. You know, he's got a new opportunity he's excited about. And I think, honestly, we're excited about our opportunity as well. So that's Matt Arnold, the Brewers general manager. They need to hire a new manager, Bruce. And uh, some of their existing coaching staff is in contention. But the rivalry rolls on. And uh, council now on the other side of the fence uh, for the Milwaukee-Chicago rivalry. When you look at, uh, you know, council and uh, his impact in Milwaukee, it's still uh, reverberating there. The people are very upset, okay? They don't understand why a Wisconsin boy, a guy that born and bred there, still lives there in Whitefish Bay, um, just everything Milwaukee, their own, uh, with such great pride, would leave for the Chicago Cubs. There, there are a lot of reasons. Uh, I'm sure Craig will be explaining most of those on the score from... Uh, the live press conference, 10 o'clock on Monday morning from Wrigley Field on our uh, midday show hosting that. But the reality is, is that opportunity comes around. He understood, uh, I believe, and I think you'll hear this from him, that as great as Milwaukee did as far as uh, getting pitching for the farm system, that eventually... The, the, the money and the farm system wasn't going to be able to just continue to do what they had done there. And that at some point, there would be some losing seasons and going backwards. Uh, at that time, I think he did what's best for him and his family and his career moving forward, giving them the very best that he could there and now moving to a team and a, a franchise that can support him by going after the top free agents both offensively and in pitching. So from that perspective and the fact that uh, he has raised the bar for major league managers across the uh, whole spectrum of major league baseball now, getting $8 million a year, a figure that had not been approached before except once by Joe Torre way back 15 years ago, I would say uh, that he had no choice but to make the, the choice for himself, his family, and his career to move to the Cubs. How do you not take that exactly? Let's sneak in one more call before we break, Bruce. In Plainfield, Dave is on inside the clubhouse. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, guys. How you doing this morning? Hope you have a good uh, holidays coming up. Um, I am not heartbroken that Jason Benetti left. I couldn't be after. I almost jumped off the porch when he left. I, I hope they get Adam Amin, who does the Bulls games. Because Jason Benetti, to me, is the most overrated broadcaster in sports. I really do. He's a Well, people like him, great, but... He was here eight years. I mean, Hawk Harrelson was here a long time. And I think for broadcasters, 
it's it's great, but I'm not going to lose any sleep over Jason Benetti leaving. Uh, I think there's a lot better broadcasters out there. I hope they get Adam Amin, bring him from the Bulls, or the other guy who used to do the uh, Boston Red Sox games. Yeah, he's talking, he's talking about Mike anyway. Monaco, right? Dave, yeah, who I think is in there. Thank you, guys. You have a good morning. Mike Monaco is uh, an extremely talented broadcaster that did White Sox baseball this year. I think he is a top candidate. I think Connor McKnight, our old teammate here at the score, will also be in the mix. Um, and why not? Connor has done a great job filling in on radio and television when uh, Jason wasn't there or when uh, Len had to move over to TV to replace Jason. So those are two of the top names that, that, that I know of, Monaco and uh, and certainly Connor. So with that in mind, yeah, there are great broadcasters out there. Jason Benetti certainly made his mark here. He's a great broadcaster. We'll talk more about Jason with our next guest, Wayne Randazzo, who is the TV voice of the Los Angeles Angels. Talk a little bit about uh, being the first host, co-host of the show with me, as well as um, a little bit of conversation moving forward on a guy by the name of Otani and the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> right. To think 10 years ago, Bruce, Wayne would have been in the studio here hosting Inside the Clubhouse with you. He is now the voice of the Angels, and we will talk to Wayne Randazzo. Coming up next, we'll also talk later to Matt Spiegel and Barry Meister. Barry is Craig Council's agent. All of that and more coming up with the Randazzler next on Inside the Clubhouse here on 670 The Score. Let's get back to inside. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Clubhouse, now celebrating 10 years on the score. 
This is Inside the Clubhouse, brought to you by Aloha Restoration. Call Aloha for all your water, fire, mold, and remodeling needs. Alongside Bruce Levine, I'm Mike Esposito, in for David today on the old 10-year anniversary show. And Bruce, we're happy to be joined by a very familiar voice uh, here on these airwaves and the current voice of Angels Television. Wayne Randazzo, uh, feel bad for Wayne. He had to put up with me <laughs> when we first started this show, and uh, he did it very well. He only called in sick. Wayne, how many times did you call in sick? <laughs> pretending that you, uh, you were. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne uh, uh, very quickly became the first co-host of Inside the Clubhouse 10 years ago after um, um, we first began uh, – this show and uh, Wayne, uh, it was it was a nice run. Uh, you kept telling me every week, "Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to be a big star in baseball. I'm gonna, I don't I don't <laughs> well, need to work for with that you." To <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Mike, and I are pleased to have you on. And uh, congratulations on your great career. It's been uh, fabulous to watch you uh, move up the chain uh, of putting all the hard work in the minor leagues as a broadcaster moving to the Mets for a number of years, and now the, uh, the voice of the Los Angeles Angels on television. It's been a, a miraculous, marvelous career. I've had, I had absolutely nothing to do with it. So congrats, buddy. <laughs> well, you did get me on the radar. You know, hosting with Bruce Levine really uh, carried, I think, a lot of weight uh, around the country. But, you know, I appreciate your support over the years, especially, uh, you know, you were kind of the first person to, to say that it was going to happen this way, and I appreciate that. And, uh Congratulations on 10 years of, of doing this show. That's great. I want to uh, jump into uh, one of the prime candidates for free agency out there, probably the prime candidate in the history of the game, and that is Shohei Otani and uh, what he brings to the game. We see it on the field. We see him as a pitcher. We won't see that next year, of course, recovering from an elbow, uh, an elbow surgery. So he won't pitch in 2024. We see the great hitter. He will likely be the American League MVP. Broadcasting that on a daily basis, Wayne, what is that like? What is the electricity around Shoei Atani? I mean, it's 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 really something that's it's hard to even quantify because of, of how the atmosphere is, not only in the home stadium, but in the road ballparks as well. I mean, the Angels ended up, I think with the second highest road attendance in all of baseball behind the Yankees. And you can imagine, you know, what the reason was for that. Uh, there was, there was such a star quality to, to show Otani on the road where he's getting cheered in the opposing ballparks where uh, opposing fans are saying how badly they want him to sign the next season with their team. And uh, even cheering when he, when he does something or hits a home run or even booing the home team when they walk him. Uh, and it's, it's really uh, this, this kind of, bubble that Shohei Otani is in and and not to mention that there's just a, an influx of Asian fans that come you know likely from Japan or wherever else that Shohei is popular that follow the Angels now that have other favorite players on the Angels besides Shohei that even know you know Mark Gubazan and know me and and are, are following the broadcast because of Shohei Otani so it, it really is uh, when you're in his web and in his stratosphere, and it really is like he has his own stratosphere. You know, you're 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 watching something that is very 
unusual for Major League Baseball or, or even any sport. I mean, to me, it's 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 like watching Jordan and the Bulls as a kid in Chicago. That that's how it feels watching these fans just follow Shohei around and and try to be in in his presence in some way. Talking to Wayne Randazzo of Angels Television. We're talking to him on the Score Hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. And Wayne, uh, with the Otani free agent sweepstakes, and you said it, right? I mean, this is a guy who checks more than just the baseball boxes. I'm sure the business side of any organization would love to have Otani. You can factor in any number of things that he brings on the field and off the field. There's certainly lots to like about Otani. What what do you make of the hey he only wants to stay on the West Coast thing or you know if it's if it's not the West Coast it's Chicago or New York what what are you hearing what do you expect as the uh, free agency circus of Shohei Otani continues? Well, I expect that every, just about every team will be interested in Shohei that that feels like they can afford him and maybe some teams that uh, don't usually spend money that might make some offers or go after him in some way. So I think it will be quite a frenzy. I, I don't think anybody should believe anything they read until he signs the dotted line with the team. You know, any sort of report, any sort of uh, anything that's linking a team to him, you know, I, I think he's going to be smart about which teams he talks to and which teams he thinks can spend the money on him. But, you know, I, I can't imagine him going to the East Coast. I know there's there's some talk about the Red Sox. I just he's he's got a from what I understand, you know, he's got a place out in, in Honolulu. He wants to be closer as as close as he can be to Japan. I don't know that Chicago's out of the running because of that. Um, it just depends on who you talk to. But I, I, I would be surprised if he goes all the way to the East Coast. I think the Cubs are a great fit for him. And um, I'm sure they'll be in, in the mix for him as well. But the Dodgers, the Giants, the Mariners, even coming back to the Angels, I, I think is all on the table right now. Wayne Randazzo joining us, uh, the great voice of the Los Angeles Angels on television and uh, the first co-host along with me on Inside the Clubhouse 10 years ago. And Wayne, uh, so the mystery of Otani, uh, and I say mystery because uh, it was with, uh, with uh, I was startled when I first walked into the Angels Clubhouse this year to talk to Otani and I was met by a media relations person, and she told me, I'm sorry, you can't talk to Mr. Otani. And I said, why, are the interpreters not here today? What's the story? And she says, well, he doesn't talk. And I said, well, what does that mean? She said, well, he only talks to reporters after he pitches. So with that in mind, um, fill us in as to the rules and regulations for 25 other players and then Otani, who is obviously a special player, doesn't need to talk to Bruce Levine, but nonetheless has his own rules and regulations. What is different about covering Otani and about reporting on Otani uh, that people in Chicago should know about? Yeah, it's valid. And, you know, I wonder if, you know, a team is going to give them half a billion dollars or whatever, if, if you know, they are going to have different, hopes in his um in his the way that he talks to the media and the way that he makes himself more available you know the way that he puts himself in front of fans you know is there going to be more of that from Shohei because of the fact that you know the he's he's now this team's guy you know he's going to be the number one guy for whatever team he signs with and 
he's going to be that moving forward for, you'd imagine, 10 years or so. So I wonder if some of that will change. But, you know, there's other things, too, besides the fact that, you know, he has to talk to the media or, or do things differently in that regard. You have to make some room for Shohei. You know, he's going to be going to have to be the DH and, and the only DH, too, which I think holds teams back in some ways because teams like to rotate that position. And plus, from a pitching standpoint, you need a six-man rotation. So it's not exactly ideal, but I think for Shohei, teams will figure it out and try to make it work. Talking to Wayne Randazzo from Angels Television. A few more minutes with Wayne. And uh, speaking of the Angels, Wayne, and I I was happy to see this. I'm guessing a lot of long-term baseball fans were as well. Uh, Old veteran Ron Washington uh, moves from the Atlanta staff. He is your new manager for the LA Angels. And uh, what what can you tell us? And uh, what are you excited about with Ron Washington? Yeah, it's a great move, I think, for the the Angels because uh, I think Wash really brings a lot of – sound fundamentals and, and a lot of, you know, teaching the game. And, and for a team that has some young players, and in particular a very young shortstop and a very young first baseman, a young catcher, you know, I think that these guys are going to learn a lot from having Ron Washington around. And, you know, I, the Angels aren't afraid to spend money either. And I, as I said, I think they'll still be in the mix for Shohei. Uh, whether they sign him or not, they'll still try to allocate that money back into the baseball team. So, I think they'll put try to put a winning team out there, or at least a contending team. And Ron Washington certainly has had success in the past, getting the most out of his players. You know, he's a beloved figure around the game. He's a great personality, a lot of energy, um, even for a guy that's now you know north of 70 years old. So I think the Angels are are happy with their choice, and and Wash has a good relationship in a in a previous relationship with Perry Manassian, the Angels GM from his time in Atlanta. So. I think they think it's a great fit and uh, he'll be introduced later this week. And I'm sure the angels are excited to get going with him as the manager. Wayne, thanks for joining uh, Mike and me today and celebrating the 10th uh, anniversary of this show. And I, you know, I don't remember having any fights with you except about who was going to read the Jeff Vukovic uh, read. Uh, <laughs> that, that was about, about the only time we tussled, but again, uh, congrats on a great career. You're, you're fantastic. You're a great friend as well. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Have a great off season. We'll talk soon. Uh, thanks a lot. Appreciate that. And congratulations again. It's been a great run for you guys and for this show. And glad to see it continuing and in good hands. All right, Wayne. Appreciate your time. Thanks. That's Wayne Randazzo, Angels Television, one-time uh, host here on this very show, Bruce, inside the clubhouse. And we'll talk to another one of those next. Our buddy Matt Spiegel joins us. Spiegs was a co-host of Inside the Clubhouse as well. It's our 10-year anniversary show here on Inside the Clubhouse. Lots going on. Jed Hoyer, Chris Gatz, lots of sound coming from them after the top of the hour. And we will talk to Craig Council's agent, Barry Meister, at the bottom of the 10 o'clock hour. Spiegs is next, though. It's Inside the Clubhouse on Chicago Sports Radio 670. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's get back to Inside the Clubhouse, now celebrating 10 years on the score. Hard to believe, but it is 10 years of Inside the Clubhouse. This is the 10-year anniversary show. Alongside Bruce Levine, I'm Mike Esposito. Happy to be with you today. And we just talked to the original co-host with Bruce, Wayne Randazzo from Angels TV. We now bring on yet another and a very familiar voice uh, to SCORE listeners. And he joins us on the SCORE Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Not only the co-host of Harkins and Siegel, uh, is it Siegel? No, it's Spiegel. That's right, Parkins and Spiegel. Uh, but the co, the the host of Hit and Run every Sunday morning, and again a special Hit and Run tomorrow from nine until noon on the Score. Matt Spiegel joins us on Inside the Clubhouse to uh, help celebrate the 10-year anniversary and talk a little baseball. Spiegs, welcome to the show. Bruce Espo, what a pleasure. Bruce, I, I never would have guessed 10 years because I've been listening to you talk baseball in this town forever. I, uh, I, I remember fondly talking baseball, Klazuski Campanella talking baseball, right? So I was thinking about that. So it, it, uh, it feels like longer, um, but uh, it, it's, it's a great, it's a hell of a run here on Saturday mornings, as you say, at 52 weeks a year. And um, I, uh, I, I had such a thrill being your co-host, man. We, we did some very, very good shows, and I really enjoyed working with you. So thanks for having me. Yeah, you know what? It was, it was so much fun uh, talking baseball because... Uh, you know, at, at that time and, and, and still to, to this day, you know, I'm more of a scouting than analytics guy. You certainly brought a, a, a good portion of the analytics to the show, which was much needed at that time. Uh, I remember Mitch Rosen talking to me about it and uh, to that point, you know, telling me how, uh, you know, you were without question the best co-host that he had ever heard me with. And that includes back to the days on uh, Talking Baseball, which I did for 21 years on uh, another station that may or may not be called uh, ESPN. And you know, those, those, those shows that we did were, were really fun because you and I uh, uh, agreed to disagree on many subjects, but always did it with an awful lot of respect. And many times from your kitchen while your beautiful wife uh, was giving us an extra cup of coffee. Oh my God. Yeah. I, 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 I love that. During the pandemic, we found a way, uh, first both at our homes and then at one point both from my home, um, and I was in one room, you in another, and Espo, that this will not come as a surprise, that every time Bruce came over, um, yes, my wife was thrilled to have you and made sure the house was nice and took care of stuff, but Bruce brought a bottle of wine almost every time, So, and we, we kept saying, no, you don't have to do that. And um, but we did enjoy the wine, so you know, yeah. keep it coming. Keep it coming if it ever happens again, Bruce. It's all good. There Espo, you, take take it away, Espo. There you go. No Spiegs. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, your hit and run special tomorrow from nine to noon. But 
Talk about a uh, earth-shattering week here in Chicago baseball, not only with the council hire, but with Jason Benetti leaving for Detroit. Uh, We'll start with council because I I was curious to see where he ended up, but the last place, I shouldn't say the last place, but I certainly did not expect the Chicago Cubs to be the answer to the question, where does Craig Council end up? What what was your take, your immediate take? Yeah, my shock, it, and it, it, it's pretty amazing when you've got something that shocks the entire baseball world. I'm sure Bruce has been speaking to it from the uh, GM meetings perspective, um, it, it, because out there, I know everybody was shocked and stunned. And when you think about the lengths that Jed Hoyer went to to keep this as secretive as as he did, it's it's pretty remarkable. And um, you know, it, it, look at the time. My my heart broke immediately for David Ross after getting, you know, a, 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 the public support and thinking about a month ago and thinking about what next year was going to be for him. It was going to be a make-or-break year. All right, here we go. Winning window. Let's go. Uh, the slide in September was bad, uh, but it's going to be another offseason of additions. The young kids coming. Time, winning time is now. And to see Ross with that chance, I'm sure he was looking forward to it. So it's um, – I, I ended up writing it on, on the website, calling it justifiable cruelty, you know, because it felt cruel to David on a personal level um, because of everything that he has done for the org and how deep those relationships go. But you, you can't deny um, the excellence of Craig Council. And then you start to think about it and you get excited about the possibilities of what Council can do. And we'll see. We'll see what he is going to bring in terms of the broader organizational stuff. He's so smart. He's a former front office guy, and you know that he's been a big part of Milwaukee's roster building and um, and, and their thought processes on, on what they do. But also just in-game, I think there's a belief, and, and Bruce, you could speak to this from conversations with Jed and others out there in Arizona, but there's a belief that in-game, his in-game managing – is going to make a difference in what four, five, six wins a year, seven wins, a, I mean, like something like that is in their minds that he, that he will actually make a difference in game, which is, which which is it's pretty amazing to realize that front offices do think of certain managers at least in that way. I think there's two that I can think of, Speaks, and and that is him and Bruce Bochy are above and beyond when it comes to handling pitching. And, uh, and if you talk to people in the industry, they'll tell you that, that they, are, they have a uh, special sense about them that allows them to pick the right pitcher at the right time, to stay away from a certain pitcher at a certain time, to rest a certain pitcher at a certain time so that uh, they might lose a game but be able to come back the next day and be even stronger. These are, these are traits of the best uh, managers in the game. David Ross was on his way to being one of those. Wasn't quite there yet, and uh, you you understand why the Chicago Cubs uh, felt they had to make this move. Give us a a little preview of uh, Hit and Run tomorrow, your special edition, 9 to noon on the score. Well, um, so much to talk about. We will certainly talk about Jason Benetti's departure and what that means for Sox fans. And from my perspective, what it means for play-by-play in this town. Such a fan of Jason, I'll actually play back a snippet of his second appearance on the podcast I did about play-by-play called the PBP because I found him to be one of the most perceptive and thoughtful guests of the 15 or 17 I talked to during the course of the year. Um, 
Chuck Garfine from uh, the White Sox Talk podcast will join me at 10 o'clock. He was out there along with you, Bruce, and so we'll get into the White Sox stuff. And I'm hoping for a Cubs guest uh, to be determined. Got a few different irons in the fire, but really just looking forward to to a sprawling, relaxed, three-hour Sunday morning baseball conversation in the heart of NFL season. Let's go, people, and we'll take lots of phone calls. (laughs) And texts and uh, and and should be fun. I'm looking forward to it very much. Speaks, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for being a great co-host. Uh, all those years, it was probably close to three, if I believe, if I have that right, uh, yep. on Inside the Clubhouse. So keep up the great work. We'll be listening tomorrow morning, and uh, we'll be listening all week long, talking more baseball on the score. Take care, hey, buddy. Hey, br- Hey, Bruce, thank you, and Espo, thank you. And, Bruce, just just know that the respect you have within the game and the relationships you have within the game are second to none, and I mean that nationally. And everybody within the sport uh, is aware of it and, and just really values you. So I hope you know that and hope the listeners know that. Thanks much, Speaks. Appreciate it. All right, guys. All right, Matt Spiegel, our afternoon show co-host, Parkins and Spiegel, special hit and run tomorrow morning from 9 to noon. You just heard Spiegs tell you what's going to be the uh, topics there, talking uh, White Sox and Cubs. Uh, the Jason Benetti stuff, we are going to talk about that in our next segment. Bruce, we're also going to hear uh, sound from White Sox GM Chris Getz. He had some interesting things to say at the GM meetings, as did Jed Hoyer, a Hoyer interview Uh, talking about the number one free agent out there uh, from a few years back. But it's very interesting. We're going to give you a listen to that. All of that coming up. And Craig Council's agent, Barry Meister, joins us at 1030. All that on Inside the Clubhouse, Hour 2, here on 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.